Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a podcast with a variety of guests from all over the internet talking all things in the gaming industry. Here's your host, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, as always, Tony Erickson. And joining me today, we have the very lovely VTuber slash regular streamer now, because a lot has changed since she was last on. It's Tina Chino! Hi, everyone! I'm happy to be back in the lounge. And happy to have you back in the lounge. You have shown your face to the world again, Tina. I know. Uh, it's funny. A lot of people are saying I'm not a VTuber anymore because I have shown my face, but... Uh, I haven't completely ditched the VTuber content, but I have been doing a lot more face cam streams lately. So if that's more your vibe, then, you know, come check me out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think Iron, I watched an Iron Mouse video today and it's like, she, I think she put it very well. It's like all the VTubers that you meet IRL are very good looking. And I, I can agree <laughs> with that. I will agree with that. Tina yeah. is very, a very attractive person. Thank you, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hey, it's a special episode today uh, because one, it's not like a weekly episode. Uh, Again, there's not going to be an episode next week or the week after. Uh, It's special because we both got back from TwitchCon. Yes, uh, been back for a couple days now. Yes, uh, just, you know, always smart to take a couple days just to make sure that you don't get Anything that you might catch at a big convention like this or on the plane rides home yeah, uh, or when you're running through the airport because your first flight to the midway point is 20 minutes late. So you have to sprint to the other end of the airport to not miss your flight home, which I had to do. I was going to say, are you speaking from experience? (laughs) Yeah. I I had direct flights, so it was pretty low key for me at least. Yeah, no, I had connecting flights uh, in Salt Lake both ways. So uh, uh, the second flight on my way home, the first flight was 20 minutes delayed. We get to the airport and it's like, oh, they're boarding. We got to book it to all the way. we, We were at like gate nine or ten or something like that and we had to book it all the way to 35 oh no <laughs> thankfully it was like just a straight line but it was like you, we were running we were running oh my gosh. i can't imagine i've never had that happen but um that's like my nightmare is missing a flight because of a delay yeah no definitely uh would not wish that upon anyone uh before we get into like more of the twitchcon and the bulk of the event and everything we do have some other things to talk about like our headline of the week where we had an xbox partner preview event showcase thing it was 30 minutes i was expecting it to be longer but it was only 30 minutes but they showed quite a bit with the biggest thing they showed a brand new like a dragon infinite wealth trailer Revealing the, I guess, side mode of the game. The main side mode that we'll be doing. Don Doko Island. Where you hop on a, a, a dolphin. And the dolphin takes you to this island where you get to develop your own res- vacation resort. Uh, there's crafting, gathering. It's basically, what if we put Animal Crossing in Yakuza? 
and I am is like as cool as this is. A part of me is like, oh, so basically you're telling me the only game I'll be playing in 2024 is like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, huh? Because <laughs> I'm going to try to complete all of it, and it's going to be a lot, and I'm going to hate myself for it. Yeah, it sounds like a time sink. Uh, but we did all, but a, a benefit of this, we got a, probably the cool, the funniest name of a character that I've seen. We get a parrot that we can interact with named Pingwing. And I am all for uh, the Pingwing, the parrot gang that uh, we are going to in, inadvertently create once that game comes out. Uh, we also had a whole bunch of other things that were shown off. Ikaro Will Not Die, a brand new reveal trailer for this this brand new game. Uh, we got a new gameplay trailer for Still Wakes the Deep. This is that horror type game where you're on an oil rig. It's coming out early 2024. We got a trailer for a Robocop game, Robocop Rogue City, which releases on November 2nd. Dungeons of Hinterburg gave us a gameplay reveal trailer, and this game actually looks sick. It's combining like dungeon crawling elements when you're like in the field doing like the main gameplay combat of the game but when you're in the hub town it's a bit like persona where you're building up personal relationships with everybody and by doing that you get buffs uh to your abilities by making these relations with everybody i like that a lot this game looks amazing the art style is super unique uh it comes out sometime next year we don't know the exact date yet though we got a trailer for spirit of the north 2 revealing that where you get to play as a fox and a little bluebird we got a brand new trailer for Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater, the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3. Manor Lords, we got a trailer for, which comes out April 26. The Finals, which is in beta right now, a team shooter game where yeah, it's like a game show type thing where it's like your goal is to survive, get these objectives from point A to point B, be the last team standing. A new trailer for Ark Survival Ascended, so more dinosaurs. I believe this is supposed to be like also a remake or a retelling of the first Ark game. And then the final trailer for Alan Wake 2, because the game is officially out now. It came out today, the day that we're recording this. And that was kind of everything that was shown. It was a pretty... A pretty chill one started ended strong, obviously, because people are excited for Like a Dragon, and if people are super excited for Alan Wake, and they're playing that right now, which is really, really good. Do you plan on playing Alan Wake at Altina for Spooky Month? Probably not. I am a bit of a not spooky person. I get scared very easily. <laughs> so. Gotcha. So the scariest thing you'll be doing is dueling with yeah. a ghost trick deck <laughs> exactly or playing the duelist cup <laughs> that too that I'm is pretty scary, scary. yeah <laughs> but i i've i dueled in a duelist cup before i quit master duel and i i can say very scary yeah i didn't even get to the max level i stopped at is max level was 20 i stopped at 19 i was like okay i'm over it <laughs> dang it's okay <laughs> Uh, well, that's our headline of the week. It's now time for us to dive into, I would say, week in review, but it's been a, a little while. So I went back and basically, I think I went as far back as I could to what I remembered the last episode was. So let's dive into the weeks in review. Recapping the news of last week from major studio highs and lows, TCG updates, board games, and MMOs, this is the week in review. And it started off some of the games that came out while we were gone. 
the big three, I'll say, or three of the big ones. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, and Sonic Superstars. And I'm playing two of them right now, which is Spider-Man and Mario Wonder, because they came out the same day. It's the Barbenheimer of video games, essentially, for this time of year, where it's the duality of action, superhero, game, and Mario platforming. It's fantastic. Both games are great. Both games are really great. And Sonic Superstars mixed reviews, but the speedruns seem pretty cool according to the speedrunner friends that I've seen playing the game. Uh, in the world of video game news, however, starting off, uh, we got some League of Legends uh, news. They've revealed another music group. This time, it's a boy band. And they're called Heartsteel. It's made up of Baekhyun from EXO and Super M, Toby Lou, OZI, and Cal Scrubby, who are all part of the R&B scene or rap scene in uh, located around California, I believe, is where they all were. Or I may be wrong about that. And their first single, Paranoia, is out now. I actually forgot to listen to it, so I don't know if it's any good or not. But considering League of Legends, the one good thing they're good at doing is producing these fictional music groups. I'm going to assume it's pretty good. Yeah, I have. I actually was just about to look into it before we started recording this because my friend messaged me telling me to check it out. So I'm, I'm excited to see it. I always like League music and the spectacle of it all, but I don't really play League. I just like all the high production value stuff. Yeah, they do a lot. They, they had, I know that they had for Worlds this year, they had New Jeans do yeah, the, the, the theme for it. Yes, I'm a big New Jeans fan, so I'm, I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, in some Mortal Kombat news, Omni-Man had his first trailer reveal for Mortal Kombat 1. He comes out next month in November, and of course, vo will be voiced by J.K. Simmons. We also have confirmation on Mario's new voice actor. Uh, his name is Kevin Afghani. He is uh, He's done other smaller roles in the past. This is actually his like biggest gig that he's gotten. Uh, before, he was a small side character in Genshin Impact, and he's voiced in some YouTube animated shorts. But this is, like, the first, like, this is his break, this is essentially, you could say, his breakout role. So, congratulations, Kevin. Welcome to Nintendo, and, uh, wish you, wish you well. You, you, he's pretty good in Wonder as Mario and Luigi, so, uh, I've got no complaints so far. Yeah, that's such a big name. I, I, or, you know, Nintendo and voicing Mario. I'm sure... I'll do it justice. Uh, Microsoft, as we heard at the end of last season, they now officially own Blizzard. And uh, the reports for what will happen to CEO of Blizzard, Bobby Kotick, well, he'll be leaving at the start of 2024. He will be stepping down from the role, leaving Blizzard entirely. And next year, we'll, we might be able to see Blizzard actually fix itself. Possibly. <laughs> I'm excited to see how the acquisition you know, all pans out. Uh, yeah. Best, but I'm, I'm, my my hopes are a little low. Yeah, but my hopes, my my expectations are low. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, it you you could break them, Blizzard. Hey, who kn who knows? It's some Starfield news. Starfield has received the mod that every Bethesda game eventually receives. And this mod, oh, it's fantastic! Not just your ship. But every ship you see in the game can be Thomas the Tank Engine. 
<laughs> I think Bethesda fans have too much time on their hands. But that's that's like my favorite thing about being a Bethesda fan. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's great. I love that. So now you're just flying into space and you see this giant face coming at you. That that's how you know you're in a Bethesda. That's you, you see the face and you just hear the do 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 as it gets closer and closer. The si- the face of God. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if the the Skyrim Thomas the Tank one is it just all dragons or Thomas? Yeah, the it turned in the dragons into yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Minecraft Live 2023 happened, and they announced a couple things. They announced what a few things that'll be coming for uh, 1.21. And then they're like, oh, hey, Bedrock version will be getting some new DLC packs, uh, a Star Wars collaboration DLC, a BBC Planet Earth DLC. The Armadillo won the mob vote, but people uh, tried to boycott the mob vote because it basically they gave us like three animals that we all kind of wanted. And they're like, well, stop the mob vote. Just give us all three. And it almost succeeded, I believe, but. It didn't. The other uh, mobs were crab and penguin. So very sad that that's the case for this one. And hopefully they'll add the other two in just future updates. And next year is a big year for Minecraft as it'll turn 15 years old next year. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel old. <laughs> I, I do too. I didn't, I didn't even realize it was like that old. Like I knew it was like at least 10 years old because I remember the 10 year anniversary but like you know, yeah. the the pandemic happened and all my knowledge of everything else just kind of went out the window. Yeah, I remember playing it in middle school. So, yeah, 15 years. I guess that's about right now. But, oh, my gosh. It's Hi. still crazy. Yeah. And how much the game has changed, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Animal Crossing, getting some Lego sets. And according to some le- leakers or, like, People looking into stuff. It's possible that it's a March release date because we don't have an official one yet. I'm but, excited uh, to see it. Yeah, that really look cool. A little Tom Nook and Isabel minifigure. I believe there was eight minifigures that they announced, and that's all we know for now. Okay, okay. I'm not really like I kind of like Legos, but I never feel motivated to actually buy them. But if the Animal Crossing one is good, I could see myself getting into it i'm just i'm waiting for the right set stardew valley is getting an orchestral concert tour and tour dates and cities are all on concerned apes twitter page uh you can find the post uh we got two canadian dates and they're both uh on the east coast it's toronto and montreal that uh the concert is coming to no western canada dates sadly uh all the locations are where it'll be starting in february of next year that's when the tour kicks off um, so if you want to go listen to some chilling vibe music in an orchestral manner, well, then go check out the, the orchestral tour for Stardew Valley. The Pokemon Pokemon news that isn't the card game, there was a Pokemon exhibition at the Van Gogh Museum, and it caused chaos because there was a gift shop with rare and exclusive little pieces and scalpers and fans alike acted like animals trying to get all the merchandise they could fathomly carry. And it, I believe it forced the the museum to limit uh, specific items to one per person. 
uh, in some more Elder Scrolls news, there's a new Elder Scrolls game that came out uh, for, like, mobile devices and uh, P- PC. Uh, it's called The Elder Scrolls Castles, and it plays very similarly to Fallout Shelter. Uh, Epic Games laid off 16% of its staff uh, during some layoff news that we had. Sega's looter shooter Hyenas got canceled. And PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan announced that he'll be stepping down from the role in March. So huge changes coming to PlayStation. Maybe that means they'll come back to E3 or an event like that if E3 ever happens again. Because I don't think it's happening next year. Because... I think they announced that it's like not happening at like the start of this year. So, yay! Yay! Everything's downsizing. Yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a live service game news. Uh, with FF14, we got a whole bunch of news because it was the London Fan Fest this past weekend as well. Well, not this past, but two weekends ago. When you're listening to this. Uh, where we got a whole bunch of new things announced, like an extended Dawn Trail trailer. We got the first of the two new classes revealed. It's the Viper class, where you get two swords like Leonardo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it looks super cool. You can combine them together like Darth Maul's lightsaber. It, it looks super cool, super sick. And uh, that t-shirt that Yoshi P did wear with the TMNT shirt uh the second class is still involved in that shirt somehow the fall guys uh collaboration has a release date along with the 6.51 update that releases right on halloween so i know what i'm doing this halloween i'm gonna be playing fall guys in final fantasy 14 and fallen and uh, they announced all the rewards there's two minions a mount some accessories some frames, furniture, glam outfits, a whole bunch of things. It's going to be super fun. I'm excited for it. They also announced the Final Fantasy 14 and Final Fantasy 16 collaboration. We don't know when this one will be released, but they showed off that we'll be getting a brand new Ifrit boss fight, uh, which based off of the one in 16. And we're going to get a Torgal mount, and a Torgal minion, as well as a Clive Rossfield glam. We got a new Beast Tribe announced for Dawn Trail when that releases next summer. The Moblins, which are essentially goblins from the base game, but, you know, it's the, the, the New World variant of them. And the Alliance Raid will be themed around Final Fantasy XI, which is super cool. Uh, there's also been talks uh, between the developers of the game and the developers of Yokai Watch for that collaboration to return. And an FF14 player has collected every single achievement in the game. It was a Japanese player on the Garuda servers. They did the feat for all 2,751 achievements. Oh my god. <laughs> it's insane. And it's the game is well over like 10 years old at this point that if they've been playing since the game started, it's taken that long. Like I believe they said that the leave quest took them seven years <laughs> to finish all those achievements. Wait, did you say it only took 2000 hours though? Oh no, that's how many achievements there are. Oh, two. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. 2,751 achievements. It took like, Oh, well over like 10 years to get all the achievements. <laughs> That's hilarious, but also concerning. <laughs> it, it really, it, it kind of is. It kind of is. 
Uh, in Hoyoverse news, Honkai Star Rail version 1.4 released, uh, adding the brand new characters Jing Liu, voiced by Amelie, uh, the four new four-star Gwynethin, and the new other five-star Topaz, uh, and I believe her um, little companion is named Nimby, I think. If oh. I'm remembering correctly, I haven't. I I, I quit Star, Star Rail. I did uh, too. Cold Turkey. Uh, it was a it like it's a fun game. I'm gonna try to follow the story just on YouTube going forward. Uh, but I'm done playing the game now. Yeah, I'm not a big gotcha person, but I I enjoyed like the first month of the game, and it seems like it's still great. Like a lot of people in my community talk about it, so rejoice, Honkai enjoyers. Rejoice, yes. You're not you rejoice, Honkai players. You're not as stinky as Genjin players yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. Yeah. Just, just waiting for it. Uh, in some TCG news, starting off in Pokemon, Paradox Rift releases November 3rd, and the Maraidon EX League Battle Decks release November 17th. In Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, starting with the Master Duel updates, the Duelist Cup uh, for October goes on until the 30th. Um, so... I believe when this comes out, it will be the 30th, so you might have a couple hours left to try to rank up in the first... Is, I, I think it's still the first round of this. Uh, the the second round just begun yesterday. Okay. The, the 26th. So, But you can still do the first round, I believe, for the entire event. It's just now the second stage is now open. Gotcha. Thank you for that, Tina. Uh, we also got a new ban list update on the 30th that releases... Yata Garasu and Teller Knight Ptolemaeus are now limited to one. And Blaster Dragon, Ruler of Infernos, is now unlimited at three. And also the new Record of Nobles selection pack releases on the 30th as well. Adding some new cards and support for... I don't oh, I actually know what archetype is. I can't is. remember. <laughs> I should have looked into that because it sounds very royal, so... Something yeah, with knights, probably. Yeah, I, I looked for a second, but I couldn't tell you. Nothing I'm personally probably going to go into, but uh, it, it looked like some solid support, if I remember right. Uh, and in the TCG side of Yu-Gi-Oh! Age of Overlord, that came out back on the 20th of October. Valiant Smashers releases November 17th, and the revamped Fire King's Structured Deck releases December 8th. And in Magic the Gathering news, Doctor Who Commander decks, those released uh, during our hiatus. Those are out now. The Lost Caverns of Ixalan also releases sometime next month in November. We got four Magic the Gathering Fallout Commander decks that release March 8th. And Hasbro and Marvel announced that the Avengers will be getting some Magic the Gathering cards at retail by 2025. So that's exciting to look forward to if you're a Marvel fan and also a Magic player. And in tabletop news, Critical Role's Candela Obscura rulebook will be released on November 14th. This is a variant of D&D. So like a whole... Oh, this is their tabletop game that they developed, their original tabletop game. Um, so if you're a big fan of Critical Role and want to give that a try, uh, November 14th is when you can. And that's everything... In the video game news department. Any final thoughts on any of those, Tina? Mm, not too much, no. I guess not. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to look ahead to see what will be coming out from October 30th to November 5th 
Here's what should be on your radar. From upcoming AAA titles, promising indies, and the random shovelware, here's what should be on your radar. And starting off, um, it's actually quite, quite a decently busy week for uh, this fall, even though there's snow on the ground where I am, so can you really call it fall anymore? <sighs> uh, Monday, Resident Evil Village and the Winter's Expansion released for iOS. On Tuesday, Just Ant releases for the PlayStation 5, Series X, and PC, and The Forest Cathedral releases for the PS5. On Wednesday, Alien Hominid Invasion comes out for both Xboxes, the Switch, and PC, and Song of New New, a League of Legends story, releases on everything. On Thursday, For the King 2 releases on PC, Played Up makes its way to the consoles for PS5, Series X, and the Switch, Robocop Rogue City comes to the PS5, Series X, Switch, and PC. Star Ocean, the second story R, comes to the PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. The Smurfs 2, Prisoner of the Green Stone, releases on everything. The Talos Principle 2 comes to the PS5, Series X, and PC. Thirsty Suitors releases on everything. And Vampire the Masquerade Justice releases for the PSVR 2 and the MetaQuest. And lastly, on Friday, WarioWare Move It releases for the Switch. The big games this uh, upcoming week uh, are obviously WarioWare. People are super excited for the brand new WarioWare game and all the micro games it will have. And I believe Star Ocean Second Story R, as this is a remake of the second Star Ocean game, which is critically acclaimed as one of the best RPGs ever made. Uh, and Thirsty Suitors for indie games. Uh, this is a big one that's been in, like, I've I've been waiting for this one as well. Uh, where you skateboard and you try to smooth things over with, like, your seven ex-boyfriends and girlfriends. So, exciting, exciting video games coming out. Any thoughts on any of those, Tina? Um, honestly, probably not. I might eventually play the WarioWare game. Uh, cause I love those, but none of them quite speak to me right now, but I'm also not gaming as much as I usually do so, cause I've been busy with life and streaming stuff. So, uh, she's been yeah. busy grinding W's in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. Uh, I just play <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh and for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. Uh, well, with that, it's time for us to dive into our main focus, the reason that there's a special episode today. Uh, let's talk TwitchCon this week in the Game Lounge. Covering anything from modern and retro games to the hard-hitting questions that define the gaming world, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And so, like, I guess the first thing to, to ask, how was your TwitchCon, Tina? How would you rate your experience? Um, I would say overall, it was pretty good. Um, definitely a positive experience. I feel like my only like main gripes with TwitchCon was uh, there was a lot of construction going on in Vegas for the Formula One races. So Ubering, I think, was a little tricky on like the the weekend evenings because of the there was a lot of traffic on the strip. So, but besides that, I feel like overall it was really I enjoyed it being in Vegas and. I, I like Vegas enough and being there with all your online friends, you know, uh, it's a fun and unique experience. So um, overall, I had a really good time and it was kind of a whirlwind. Yeah, it definitely was. It was definitely a great time. And I, I agree with you there with like the real big issues that the event had. It wasn't like 
the event's fault. It was just Vegas itself is going through massive construction right now for the Formula One races. Uh, plus, the crowds are insane because TwitchCon was going on as well as that weekend was when we were young, a basically a concert festival for a bunch of um, like early rock, 2000 rock bands like Blink, uh, some Green Day, all, all all of those. So it was like I wasn't I didn't personally Uber everywhere like I Ubered to the Twitch party, but like I took the monorail and it was packed uh, yeah. like for the like not Friday, but like for Saturday and Sunday, it was just yeah. packed like you were in there like a sardine. Yeah, on I remember on I think it was Saturday. I was also I was mainly using the monorail. Uh, I was only really Ubering like late at night, but um, with the monorail, I think on the on Saturday, I had to wait like forty five minutes in the monorail station just to like get on to the monorail, just because like the the next rail would come by and the cart was like completely full, and so you just had to kind of like stand there and and hope that one was less full eventually. So. Yeah, I, on the Saturday, I personally, it was like three went by and it was like packed. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go down to MGM and just get on there. So I yeah, do that. That's, that's what I ended up doing the second day that it was busy. I just got on the opposite direction and then got back on <laughs> where it was less busy. Yeah, which was which was the, the smart thing to do. And uh, yeah, that was, that was the nutty part. But TwitchCon itself actually had... No real issues this year. No, I don't think so. I hadn't heard of anything too major, at least. Besides just, like, personal stuff for people. But the con itself was great. The only, I guess you could say the one issue there was, um, was caused by Kick's very own Aiden Ross, because, of course, uh -oh. he can't stay out of fucking controversy, where he, quotation point, crashed TwitchCon, Basically, I don't know, he got, uh, instead of, you know, he probably could have bought tickets to get in and, you know, not cause the scene, but they didn't. Instead, of, to my knowledge of this, either a fan or a person, the actor that they got as a fan, gave them his tickets. They got in, they caught, they, they were wearing their kick shirts, which, I, whatever. Whatever, but they got they got kicked out. They got kicked out of that. They made a whole scene of it. I think that was what their plan was from the beginning. Yeah. And then on like the monorail back from the stream, because I, I, I didn't watch the stream. I'm just looking over the highlights of it. And it looks like the person who gave them the tickets got banned as uh, well. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, too. I don't know. I didn't realize that even happened. That's, yeah, neither did I. Right. Uh, I didn't know that until my dad was like, Hey, who's Aiden Ross? And I'm like, <laughs> why? And oh, he no. told me that. And I'm like, of course he did. Of course. This idiot can't do. Yeah. Uh, we'll do anything for since he's off Twitch. I feel like he's just doing anything to still get noticed considering he's on the inferior platform. But yeah, yeah. It, it really like kicks. I saw a, I saw a TikTok today and it's like kicks promotion. Uh, what is Kick gonna do of like uh, promoting when uh, that doesn't involve Twitch? Because it's whenever Twitch says something that Kick tries to promote themselves. Oh, yeah. They don't do like proper promotions, and it's just like, man, you're right. I've never seen a Kick promotion that's just them promoting themselves. 
is always has to they always have either the word twitch or gambling in that promotion so it's like i always just see streamers doing really uh sketchy stuff on the website that's the only time i ever see uh kick news is just streamers being problematic or doing illegal things on there i'm like okay cool yeah apparently they just added a report button oh just now just now (laughs) just now and i'm like how do you just add that it's at this point it's just awaiting for like i don't think kick will like have like a, a downfall unless obviously this gambling site goes under that's like you know owned and operating them wow and i feel like if that does happen though it'll be a, a a fucking laugh because it's like all these people that jumped ship on twitch it's like well have fun on youtube i guess because uh, unless you depend depends on how serious your fucking crimes there were yeah exactly larry won't just like ban there too uh, so another thing that I forgot to mention at the top of the podcast is you hit Twitch partner. So oh, congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been like two or three weeks now. I got it. It was October 5th. So pretty recent news still, but thank you. Yeah. So because of that, you got to attend the Twitch partner party, which was on Thursday. Yeah. It was. How on- was that? What was that experience all like? It was all right enough i would say it was it was at the hollywood bowl in vegas which is in the link promenade um which was in the general area i was staying in so that was kind of nice but um it was somehow i feel like my main like the main complaint of it it was somehow huge and crowded like i feel like they have this area where it's a concert venue so they have the main area where there's like a stage and then a large floor for you know usually people to stand and probably watch the performance but and that was like a lot of the the venue space but no one was standing there because there was a couple of like bowling alley lanes like on two separate stories and then there was like several bars and i feel like people were kind of just off to the side in those areas and so it was really hard to find if you were looking for anyone like specific uh it was nearly impossible to like f- i looked for one of my friends for literally like half an hour uh trying to find <laughs> her there until and, and so, like, it was okay like you know there's nothing else to do really but um you know it was really nice uh just getting to you know talk to people you don't normally get to interact with i met the people who run like the bob ross channel that's a good example so oh that's cool yeah just like people like that you know just you start talking to one person and then another person comes up to them and then uh it's all it was cool for like networking purposes but um and i will say i know there was an issue with this last year there was no like open drinks or anything it was just like an open bar i don't think they let you get like whatever drinks you wanted i don't really drink alcohol so i was just getting diet cokes while i was there Heck but, yeah. <laughs> um, you know you had to go up to the bar and order your drink yourself and uh that felt good and there were attendants in the restroom i think to make sure people if they were drunk they were okay so uh that was nice too and oh overall it was a really good experience though i would say but i i feel like of all of twitchcon that's probably that was probably one of the better if not the best place for people to network yeah because i i found like the event with how big and massive things were it was kind of trickier to like unless you were like specifically looking for your friends there yeah very hard to like network at the event itself yeah unless it was like with booth attendees obviously yeah like i guess you could like yeah hang out near the booths and 
like look for people and just like random chat up conversations but yeah that and then the partner lounge too which the partner lounge isn't anything like too crazy it's just it's basically like a smaller conference room with just like tables in it and then they have like another table with food and snacks on it um so if you went up to the partner lounge it was easy to like go up and introduce yourself to people up there but it's a bit more of like a laid-back environment you know you're not supposed to be up there trying to like i think be too in people's faces about yourself yeah it's more of for a place for them to just like escape for a bit catch a breather grab a snack and then yeah yeah, and get Head out. Back but, down. And I met a bunch of that. That was mainly where I talked to like new people. Was up there, or honestly, at the escalator at the bottom of the partner lounge because it was on the third floor. Uh, I met a like I would just end up talking to people at the bottom of the escalator there too for a while. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, outside the partner lounge, and then in the partner lounge was another good spot to meet new people. So so let's let's kind of go over this uh, day by day, I guess. Uh, starting with the Friday, the first day of TwitchCon, I got there, sp- me specifically, I got there early because I needed to get my badge because I arrived in Vegas pretty late. Um, I, I, I saw the theater that, because uh, I had dinner somewhere on the link uh, that night on Thursday night. I'm like, oh, that's where the partner party is being held. And then I overheard a fan saying, I on a phone, I just saw Ted Nivison. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, cool. What and then I go to go eat dinner, but then I get there Friday, and the convention center. For those who don't know, it's it's massive, probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, convention center in North America, and they have this underground car system called oh the Loop that Elon Musk and Tesla are helped to fund and be a part of, where you get in the Teslas and they take you to one of like four different one of three or four different lots to yeah. get around that was funny. the convention center which it was felt like it felt like a bunch of billionaires like were smoking cigars and thought about that it, it yeah was, it was kind of honestly crazy. yes but it's a fantastic idea there's like talks for it to like go all around vegas now but like aside of the point it feels like a disney ride you get yeah. to your destination and then uh I, I had to, st- I think I stood in line getting my badge for 10 minutes, which wasn't too bad from when I got there. And then the big line to get in, uh, I, I was in that for like half an hour just because of what time I got there. Yeah. I got there probably like half an hour before they opened. Uh, and I just got in the door. I got my pass the day before. Um, and it wasn't too like, once it was like five till this line started like five minutes till the convention opened, the line moved pretty fast getting everyone in. So it wasn't too bad at all. It definitely did. So what was, what were your highlights on, on day one of the convention? Day one. Oh my goodness. Let me like, remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, so I got there early cause uh, I saw that games done quick was doing um, a Mario golf toadstool tour speed run. And that's one of my all time favorite games. So I, I wanted to watch a little bit of that. So that was kind of cool here. Give me one second. I actually have a list, but let me grab it real quick. <laughs> yeah. I got the tail end of that speed run. Uh, Cause I think I did a walk of the floor. I met Jimmy here. Cause I had a, his, I signed up for his meet and greet. And then yeah. I, 
like, oh, I found games done quick. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's blue. Because I, I kind of know Blue Candy through Emerald and whatnot. I've mm. invited him to be on the podcast, but he's been very a very busy person. But I saw that it was blue. I'm like, yo, I'll watch this. I, I liked watching his Toadstool Tour speedruns. Yeah, um, I would. I guess I would say uh, for the first day when I went there, um, usually when I go to any convention, the first day I get there, I'll spend like three hours straight in the artist alley. So I think that's what I did uh, after the the game's done quick. I went to go watch. I just went in because it's before it gets too busy, you know, like the midpoint. And also like in case they run out of anything, I never want to like have them be sold out of something I want. So I think I just went into the artist alley and like the Twitch loot cave and kind of went in right away. So uh that was probably my favorite part of the first day yeah no i i did like i think 95 percent of my shopping on the first day as well yeah uh, i i got these really cool final fantasy 14 keychains of the job stones some shirts uh that were final fantasy 14 related from the artist alley uh and then <laughs> i got some gamer subs at the gamer subs booth uh, because they had samples and like you know what for alfgar's sake person who's been on the gar who's been on the podcast before i'm like you know he's a partner with gamer Sups. uh i'll give it a try and i tried the pear flavor that they had and of course the pun with the pear flavor is it's dispair and i'm like oh, of course of course the drink that i get hooked on it was it was fa- it was like a very good flavor but of course, me and my Danganronpa history, of course, the word despair <laughs> is in the drink name. And it, I can't escape it. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Uh, however, they were sold out of that one. So I got the lemonade and I got Shy Lily's flavor. Yeah, I already had the Shy. I like the Shy Lily flavor a lot. Um, but I've had that I, I haven't long. tried it yet, but I'll be trying it soon. It's pretty good. I think it, it's like coconutty. Um, I like it. I don't know. Uh, but got that and then spent, got showed that I had Dash Pass and got the 50% discount at the Loot Cave, which honestly is... The I didn't sp- realize that was a thing until after I went to the Loot Cave, but I don't have Dash Pass, but I might have signed up for a month. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I can't remember when I signed up, but it was because of a promotion on Amazon Prime. Um, it's and it's like, yeah, you could get a whole year for free. And I'm like, whoa! I didn't realize so I signed that. up for I signed up with it, uh, canceled it so that way it didn't renew, and I still have it. So it's like, dang, yeah. So advantage there, uh, saved like a hundred and sixty bucks at the loot cave. Wow! I I went in. You did see? I only got like a sweater, and then I got like the Twitch sign because that was pretty cool. Yeah, the oh. the sign looked really cool, and I almost got it. It was just. I didn't. I would not have had room in the suitcases for nah, it. I I actually I made sure I had plenty of room in my carry on. Um, which it was a pain getting that through TSA. They pulled it out and they were like, "What is this?" And they had to use their little magic wand on on the sign. They like took it out of the packaging. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a headache!" But they were nice about it at least. So that which isn't always the guarantee. Yeah, it's like security. What, what is this twitch you keep talking about? Yeah, is it is like, it a medical issue? Is it a? Yeah, well, I don't understand. And they never will because they're not Kappa enough. Speaking of Cap, not Kappa. Speaking of Pogs, though, the at the entryway there was a giant Pog champ. 
I didn't notice that until the second day. I was like, has that always been there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think one of my other highlights that I had was finally getting to meet you. Aww. Because you you are, of all the guests that I've had on my podcast that aren't my actual IRL friends, you are the first person that I actually have properly met. Aw, yay. Yeah, I love meeting people at conventions. It's so fun. Uh, I was really busy, so I didn't, I feel like I didn't get to hang out with, like, anyone, like, to a certain degree. Like, I just got to meet a lot of people and, like, say hi and walk around, but there was, like, too many people to hang out with while I was there. It was kind of overwhelming, honestly. No, I, I feel, I bet there was, honestly, honestly, God. Uh, there's, there, like, I feel like as a partner, uh, there's, like, so, at an event like this, there's just, like, so much more because yeah. you're you're more you have more of an establishment with you you know all these other partners that yeah. are most likely going to be there as well so like there's a lot more whereas me just an affiliate whose main community was having an event across the pond and all of the main people for that community are over there instead of there it's like oh okay yeah it, it definitely felt like all of a sudden there was a little bit more pressure especially considering i got partner like two weeks before TwitchCon, I was like, okay, now there's suddenly way more pressure than I felt like there was. But um, I felt like I made the most of it all, or to the best of my ability, at least. How much uh, free stuff did you grab? (laughs) Honestly, not as much as I have in the past. I kind of... The only thing I really wanted but didn't go for was the stream, the Streamlabs little pillow. But they wanted you to, like, sign up for premium for, like, a month. Uh, like, the free trial. They wanted you to sign up for the free trial to get a free pillow. And I was like, eh. So I use stream elements. So. I actually, the most fun thing I got from the convention was a yo-yo. In my oh, opinion. yeah. The, the I, I know thing. the yo-yo you're talking. I got a yo-yo as well. Yeah. I enjoyed yo-yoing. Um, I, I, I'm better than I thought I was. So, But my yo-yo, it already broke. It actually broke on screen. <laughs> Oh no! It was pretty funny, actually. But yeah, I already broke the yo-yo, but uh, it was a good moment. The, the me and the yo-yo, we had fun. I think uh, I got uh, at the Seven Days to Die booth, which I'm a huge Seven Days player to start. Um, and so when I saw that they had a booth, and I saw that they were, it was focusing on the PS5. I'm like, wait, they're coming back to console? Yeah, Seven Days to Die coming back to console after uh, their PS4. Uh, xbox one uh days uh it's coming back because they 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 got the servers fixed uh for this so they don't have a release date for when the new console version releases but i got like a tote bag a lanyard and a free t-shirt there and uh super glad i did because i'm like oh i guess i'll play seven days again down the line when it comes to ps5 i think the only other free thing i got that like i really remember is uh they were throwing out those little nessie plushies at the apex legends switch rivals oh yeah Um, those were really cute i got one of those i i sadly did not sit in on any of like the big main stage stuff for like twitch rivals or like the opening ceremony show Yeah, i don't really care about the opening ceremony but twitch rivals it's kind of like i don't know the the whole spectacle of it that's like something I'd love to do if I ever got to that point someday so I find it really like cool. <laughs> they bring out all the Yu Gi Oh Master Duel players and they have to duel in Master Duel and in real life at the same time. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, and then I would play box Apex. each other. <laughs> Yu Gi Oh boxing. 
I'm not good at Apex, but I or like Fortnite. I, I could throw down in Fortnite. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I, I I can't. The only competitive thing I could maybe be semi good at is I would say Crystalline Conflict, but I'm probably not. I'm not even good at that. So I've got nothing. I I, I no. I've got Fall Guys. I have Fall oh, Guys and Party Animals. That's my. Those are mine. Hey, that might work. That's what I've got. I'll I'll take on anyone in Fall Guys. Dab, dab on them. I, I don't know. Is that can you do that in Fall Guys? I don't know. I think they do that on their own, right? <laughs> I that... think they do. I think they do. Um. So that was day one. Day two. What about how? How was your day two? Your second day of the convention. Probably the busiest day of the convention overall. Yeah, I think on the second day, um, I kind of just like. Taught, like met a lot of new people that's what i was talking about with like the partner lounge and stuff and standing at the bottom of the escalator <laughs> uh i mainly just like talked to new people there and then uh, met up with a couple of my other like vtuber friends i've had for a long time so i mainly just was meeting people and and walking around but i can't really remember anything like too specific um about like booths or anything i think i watched a bit of the the tarkov uh competition oh yeah because that was a whole booth for yeah yeah yeah. they're they were having they had like teams at the tarkov one so i watched that for a bit because i knew someone doing that um so that was cool i don't i don't know if there was anything too specific about besides just like socializing that i did that was especially cool (laughs) yeah no day two for me um i forgot at the end of day one i met emiru because um, oh. I was at it was uh there was an impromptu meeting great for her and Ms. Kiff at the Gamer Sups booth and I was just there when it happened. I'm like, oh hey. So I got she's lucky so there. Funny. Yeah, she's she was great. She was super wholesome. Aww. Um but day two I met Jesse Cox for meet and greet wise. What else did I do? I, I was mostly at the GDQ booth on day two. Oh, I found myself like whenever I'm like, oh man, I'm, my feet are getting sore. I'll just sit in the GDQ GDQ booth for like an hour or so yeah. to rest. Well, that's a good idea. So I did that a lot, um, and I met Zin Zin Spanish, another guest who's been on the podcast. Because uh, he tweeted something on the Friday night, and I'm like, yo, you're at TwitchCon too. We gotta meet, and we did. He's super super great to meet him. So those you and Zin were the two people that I met at TwitchCon of the people that I've met through streaming, which is crazy to think. Did you ever touch, find the, the patch of grass that was getting passed around and touched? No, I did not. Neither did I. I wish I did to touch the grass. I wish I could have touched grass. There was too much sand. There was a lot of Vegas. sand. It got everywhere. It was coarse and rough. I feel like I I was walking uh, one of the days when the monorail was really busy. I decided just to like walk back to my Airbnb because it was like probably would have taken the same amount of time uh, as like waiting for the monorail to go. And I was noticing on the sidewalks. I feel I, I'm not used to this because I live in like the Midwest, but it seemed like those sidewalks they were doing construction and they had like eroded away from like the sand. That's what it looked like. I never noticed like a side. It, it looked like it was like, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it looked like it was erosion that was destroying the the sidewalks there. I was like, that's so weird because here we just get like potholes because of you know it getting hot and then getting cold. But but that was weird. <laughs> day three, day three of the event. Day three, okay. That was the day I I only went for a panel at the very end because I did a collab um 
with some of the other Yu-Gi-Oh! VTubers I know. So I only went to a panel about short form content at the very end of the convention, and that was really cool. Um, I don't really, I'm not very good at making content outside of Twitch, so it was nice getting some insight on, you know, like what length your TikToks should be versus like YouTube shorts versus Instagram reels. So that was enlightening and kind of had me excited to come home and try to make some videos. So that was cool, but that was all I did on on the last day of the convention because I was there for like seven hours a day the other two days. Yeah, so. no, yeah. Uh, I, 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 on day three, I also left the con early. I think I walked around one last time, got some retro games. I got, oh, nice. I got pick, I got Pikmin for the GameCube. So oh. finally have the first one of that and like a couple others. I got my brother a gift that I have to give him still. Uh, if he's listening to this, I have a copy of B movie for the Wii oh my for gosh. you, dude. So uh, come, come and get it. Let's go. Uh, and uh, I think I specifically just like watched the Halo Reach speed run. And then I'm like, all right, that's it for me today. I'm done. Yeah. By the last day, I feel like you could really do unless you're there to like, like I said, like partner wise, I'd probably always get the three day pass just in case like something came up. but. You could definitely do the con in one to two days. Maybe. Yeah, you could definitely do. It depends on like what you want to do. I feel like with community members, sign up for as like they. It's like you have a lot of uh, like meeting rates you could have signed up for. You have the big twi- like Twitch rivals and the big other panels that you could go to with the main stage stuff. Yeah, like. There's a lot to do. I feel like like the size of your channel of like if you're like an affiliate, it 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 varies. Like for me personally, I would love to come back to TwitchCon, but I would only come back like if I actually hit partner or something. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it was a great experience, though. I would definitely like to. Again, it, it all it all comes down to growth and that for yeah. And if it's like bene- gonna benefit you, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like how much is it actually going to benefit? I played a lot of Street Fighter Day Three. Oh, uh, nice! I, I kicked some Marines' ass at Street Fighter. <laughs> so get wrecked. get wrecked, Marines! I am better than you at Street Fighter. <laughs> hey, that's something. Uh, this wasn't your first TwitchCon, though. No, I went as a community member. Uh, like I wasn't a streamer at all. Uh, I hadn't streamed in 2019, but I shortly started streaming after that. Uh, it got me inspired to give it a shot. So it was kind of a nice full circle moment because of that. Because I got to like meet up with a couple of the friends I had made the first time I went. Because I stayed in like a big Airbnb with like a bunch of community members of one streamer. So it was it was nice uh, getting to see a couple of them again. And then, yeah, just like getting to go from community member then to partner. I, I felt pretty cool. I can't lie. <laughs> 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 but that's the mass one of the the massive jumps that one could make exactly i like it did, I, I don't know if that's super common so i it felt like an accomplishment i don't know felt very uh full, like a full circle moment because i think uh the streamer i had been watching she was either like recently partner or had only been partnered for like a year at that point so you know going there and being like she's so cool maybe i could try streaming and it would go well so then being there as a twitch partner it was um I got a little emotional about it at one point. I was like, I've grown so much, you know, and I, I, I tried it out and thought I could do well. And, you know, I, I still feel like I've got a long way to go, of course. But, you know, uh, I guess I did it. Yeah. The, uh, the only step from here is to become a Twitch ambassador, embrace the religion that is Twitch. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'll just take like um, a little bit more financial stability. I'd be happy with that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was a it was a cool experience. Uh, the one that. thing that you didn't do, but I did was the TwitchCon party on Friday. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was it was it was definitely like a part like the, the location of it being at area 15 is great um i think i've talked about it in a previous podcast or a stream uh area 15 is such a cool like area to go in vegas it's got the omega mart by meow wolf uh and so many like these cool art exhibits and also these like massive like this massive like outdoor stage venue um for partying and whatnot so you know you go outside to where the stage is and all you hear is boom 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 the food was all right the free food that you got i spent like two hours in uh the omega mart uh for the party because that's just where i i like the most in that place and you could do everything for free which was like a plus which is again the old like if you like to party, you like the music, you'll, you you want to go and like party with your friends. I think it was like a good time for those people. If you went by yourself just to like, you know, go to say you're at, just to check out the venue. If you've never been to area 15 before, it's like a, it was like probably like a good time for those people. I think the party was just meh. Yeah. I didn't go, but I think the general consensus on all Twitch parties is that they're kind of meh. They're but, kind of meh unless you're like with like go with a group. Like yeah. I think that's what will make would make it a lot better. Don't go by yourself. Don't do what I did. <laughs> yeah, I heard the the location this year was like the main perk of this year's uh, partner party, and I kind of wanted to get there be like on another day because I heard such good things about it. But gotta be a next time thing, I guess. Yeah, no, definitely the location was the perk, but otherwise it's it's just a party. The food was the food was good. Drinks were good. I mean, I don't. I. I. I the water. The, I had water. I don't drink. Yeah. No. It's same. I was like, I drank diet coke at the partner party, but also, um, since it was my first one, I didn't want to like. I. I wasn't sure what I was getting myself into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be that 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 one partner at the party that everyone's like, yo, remember seeing that down. one? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, my question is, did you see any of like the big name streamers or like who were like the biggest streamers that you actually witnessed, saw or like okay. were able to meet at TwitchCon? Well, at the partner party, uh, I'm not sure if uh, it was 100 percent them, but I was it was I was going based off of voices because I didn't want to stare too hard. But I'm pretty sure I was standing next to Disguise Toast and Emiru for like at least half an hour. Um I disguise Toast has such a distinct voice. So yeah. I'm like, but I they were they have like a big group of people around them and they were all dressed like super nice and they kind of stuck out, honestly. So that's why I was like, I'm pretty sure that was them and a few other people like that. But um they seemed really like busy and like I said, lots of people are coming up to them. So I didn't really like wanna stare. <laughs> so I kind of just was talking with my people that I was there with. Um other people, um, oh, let me think about that um this wasn't at twitchcon but that jobless garrett and autumn they're in a relationship i hung out with them and a bigger group and we all like hung out and went up in like the ferris wheel on the last uh, the high there. roller yeah the high roller that was cool but i'm trying to think of anyone besides that uh 
I don't know. Like, I feel like when I meet people, I don't really like think about how big they are. You know what I mean? Like, I just talk to them and then look them up later. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, so I don't know if I can think of anyone else too big besides that. But no, I, I, I will say I walked by I, um, Iron Mouse's meet and greet on the on the second to last day at the last second. I, but I didn't meet her. Uh, I just saw it going on and could hear her. I thought that was cute. But yeah, I'm I the one like person that I'm sad I didn't like at least witness there was Connor C Dog VA. Oh yeah, I didn't see him anywhere. Of, like you know that he would have been I because you know I'm looking at the highlights now. I'm like, where was I? Like where where was what time was this? Where was I? Like I feel like I should have wandered around looking just to like witness him because he was there with Pete as well. Which I'm I'm a huge abroad in Japan fan, so like seeing Pete, I'm like, oh, I, I could have met Pete too. Yeah. I wasn't like, sure if they were there, but I was hoping that Nianers and her boyfriend. Oh, Nianers and Ethel, yeah. I don't know if they were there. Uh, I for keep forgetting to look into it, but I haven't anyone, seen yeah. any VODs come out. I yeah. wandered around like the artist alley decently enough. I'm like, I wonder if I'll witness them. Yeah, because I think I, I don't really get like starstruck about streamers like literally at all. Yeah, but if I would have seen them there, I probably would have gone up to them because Nianers was a big inspiration for me in VTubing, especially at first. But um, besides that, no, I'm not really into like, I almost thought about getting in line for the Amaranth meet and greet just because I, I think she's actually hilarious. Like even, you know, I'm not like really. I passed inspired. by her meet and greet and legit yeah. there was a sign on the, her wall that said, I will step on you. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, well, that's yeah. going to make someone's day. No, I've like turned on her streams and just like the way she talks. She's actually just I think she's genuinely very funny. So I almost wanted to get in line to meet her. But uh, it, the line was just long enough where I was like, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> uh, I know that I uh, for like at the meeting greets when I just like passed by to like see who was up. I saw Cinder and it was Cinder and Tricky, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, I saw them. I saw uh, Shy Lilies of like for VTubers. There wasn't like a lot of like big name people or like obviously like when I went went to met, meet Jimmy, I saw Point Crow because he was just down like one or two booths from Jimmy's. So I, I saw Point Crow. Okay. Um, his was like sold. His was like booked fully for his meet and greet. Yeah. But like on the show floor, like when I was wandering around, I saw Tectone. I saw Masayoshi. Uh, I saw Ethan, uh, like Crank Gameplays Ethan, like Markiplier, Unisonis oh. Ethan. He wow. was like in front of me, like he was on a mission, but I saw him. I'm like, that's, that's fucking Ethan. I will say, uh, very. it was like, it was happening and then it was done. But uh, do you know who Linkus is? I know Linkus, yeah. He was like walking right by me at one point, but until he like turned and then that's when I noticed him. And I was like, oh. <gasps> like no yeah i didn't notice i i like with masayoshi i'm i i'm there was this girl just walking like coming the opposite direction i was and she points to like the guy behind me you look very familiar and I'm, i'll turn around and it's him i'm like oh my god it's john where's oh jade god. same with oh yeah that was another one cutie cinderella i saw her walking away from like the partner lounge but it was one, another one of those moments where it happened and she was already gone i was like yeah oh. I was like, I think that was cutie. And then I saw her tweet a photo later and it was definitely her because of the outfit. So I was like, <gasps> yeah, I, I think I saw cutie and Maya doing their uh, meet and greet booth. And that like, that was like the extent of me seeing her. I saw Gerard, the completionist because I'm like, I saw the beard and I'm like, is that him? It is him. 
And I, I'm sad that I didn't go up to him, go up to him and just say, "Hey, can I get a photo?" Because when I got my wisdom teeth removed and I was like out of it for two days, I binge watched all of his videos. That's and fine. then I think, I think I was about the ex- oh, I was like, I saw BB Jess a couple times when I was on the floor. The thing is, I probably saw more people. I just, I didn't even like think about it, like who was who. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's like I'm, it's not like I'm not thinking about it. It's just like. They look familiar. There's a security guard with them. Oh, they're oh. blank. Exactly. Uh, I think I saw also for like just TikTokers. I saw, I th- I'm almost certain that I saw King Christian, that anime, v- anime TikToker who just does like parody anime stuff. Oh, I don't know if I know him. He- he's hilarious. I'm very certain that I saw him. Uh, he was like cosplaying a Genshin character, but I'm almost certain it was him because I'm like that face shape, that hair that looks almost exactly like him. Oh my gosh. That I'm like, I was like, I, I didn't get to hear his voice because that would have confirmed or denied it. But I was like, I should have asked. I right. should have asked. That's how I thought but, about Linkus. I was like, dang, because I really like him. Is there anything at TwitchCon that you would like to see changed for the next event? Or was it like a, a solid 10 out of 10 event? I feel like it was pretty solid this year. Um, like I said, I feel like the main issue was the transportation with the Ubers. But um, I think there's already been a little bit of talk on Twitter. I saw that the CEO of Twitch, I think it was yesterday, he, was, he live streamed and said, wherever they're going to announce the next TwitchCon, um, it's going to be in the same place, I think, for a while. Like, they're going to kind of... Um, they're going to try to, like, book a venue for a couple of years. Yeah. And there's a lot of rumors that it's going to be in San Diego. Uh, which, which makes I- sense. Because, like, of all the expo... Cent- you you have to think of TwitchCon, like, size is a big thing. Like, yeah. you need a big space for this event. And the, the Vegas Convention Center did a great job with that. Like, it was... It never felt super cramped unless you were, like, trying to get past, like, one of those impromptu meet and greets. Yeah. And I went to... I went to the... When I went to TwitchCon in 2019, it was in San Diego. And I just feel like for an overall experience in terms of, like, also leaving the convention, like, I feel like it's less hard to, like, walk away and go to a restaurant and get picked up from an Uber there, you know? Um... I think it's much more walkable in general and like the hotels are closer by. So I think if it's in San Diego, um, I would probably like, I liked Vegas for like the club vibes and like the gambling, of course, but uh, I would not be mad if it, if they keep it in San Diego, I'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah. I think that would probably be a good one. Cause you could probably like, you could probably book like a week off for that too. Cause there's like, there's enough yeah. stuff to do in San Diego that it's like, you can make a trip out of it. You got yeah, the zoo. exactly. You yeah. got Sea World. Yeah, bum around at the at the at the beach. That's what I like to do. That too. Yeah, you have beach access. I don't. Even, I didn't even think of that because I hate water. Oh really? <laughs> I I, I, don't, I don't like the ocean. Oh, okay. I, I, it's only because I've had a bad experience in the ocean. So. Yeah, I never go in more than just like to my ankles because it's all it's so cold. The ocean is so. Um, but they have like the this the boardwalk there on the beach, so you can like oh, yeah. the scooters they... and ride up and down the boardwalk. That was that that was my favorite part about TwitchCon in 2019 was just like the beach restaurants and stuff. Because I stayed right by the beach, so I'd be happy if it was there because of that. I I like that better than the desert, at least. <laughs> yeah, it takes a certain mindset to really enjoy the desert of Las Vegas. Yeah, ex- exactly. Not mine. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on the major announcements that they made at TwitchCon regarding Twitch? 
Um, so the one specifically uh, that I remember and I wrote down, uh, guest star is now become has now become streamed together, uh, basically overhauling that entire thing. Uh, the announcement for multi-streaming now allowed, uh, being yeah, able to I stream on both YouTube, Twitch, everywhere all at once, essentially. Uh, the Twitch stories getting introduced and also more tools for clip editing. Yeah, I feel like the only news I was actually excited for was the multi-streaming. Um, and But they aren't allowing there to be like multiple chats up on the screen yeah. at once. So I think if they... Uh, I kind of hope that they kind of revise that part of it. I think that was the main feedback that they got is that uh, it would be way cooler if you could, you know, have your YouTube and your TikTok and your Twitch chat all on the screen at the same time. I think if they did that, um, I would definitely be into it. And I still probably will do the multi-streaming just because it's like, why not? Well, yeah, uh, it's exactly like the, for certain people that like have like a decent sized YouTube channel and it's like people are spending more time on the YouTube side than the exactly. Twitch side. It's a huge benefit for those people specifically. Like for, for yeah. a guy, again, for a guy like me, who's again, affiliate, who's got some YouTube videos, but like not enough to really make an impact. I'm, the the multi-streaming it's great but i'm not going to take advantage of it yeah see yeah for me that's like uh the only thing i probably will take advantage of just because i already uh i don't really i guess i didn't really look into the clip stuff too much but i already edited all my clips like on my own yeah. and then i i kind of thought twitch stories was a little dumb honestly i understand they're trying to find ways to make people discoverable <laughs> offline you know, because right now the only way you can be discovered on Twitch is like if you're live on Twitch. If you're so live guess, on Twitch and like how good your promotion game on all the other social media. Exactly. Though. So I can appreciate the effort, but I don't know. Uh, I think maybe if they introduce a few more new things that like make Twitch more of a site that you're like actually browsing, you know, uh, I'll be more into it. But for now, it just kind of feels like silly and out of place to me. But I'll probably, I actually, I haven't even posted a story yet. I heard that there was like subscriber, like you could do subscriber only stories if you have like over 30 subs at a time or whatever. So that's kind of, I kind of like that. But um, yeah, uh, it's like, hey, subs, thanks for giving me your money this month. Here's my feet. Yeah. <laughs> that's against TOS, I think. Our <laughs> feet against TOS now? Well, okay, if you say, if you sub to me, I'll show you my feet, oh. I think, is the where the line is. But <laughs> F Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, having sub stories, I guess that's kind of fun. I I'll probably do that, but I, I haven't even posted a, a Twitch story yet, because I forget. I, I think I posted one when I was at TwitchCon, because I saw that. I'm like, oh, I'll just post, like, the photo of me being in the line and whatnot, and be like, TwitchCon poggers, or something yeah, exactly. like that. So maybe I'll try to get into that, but uh, I think it's kind of silly, for now at least. Uh, the stream together thing looks cool a lot cooler now because it's like oh yeah you can like combine your guys's like chats and view like oh you can viewership it, it was like something one of it's like you can combine certain things like when you're viewing it and whatnot like there's like a lot yeah. more cooler things that they're doing with that so yeah i would i meant to read into that like i probably will within the next week because i really don't collab too often is kind of my thing so I mean, it will be fun to implement it, I guess, once I know all the features. But yeah, I can't really speak to it yet. I think like one of the last things they announced is that they're giving all partners and affiliates more 
animated emote slots. Ooh, really? Yes. I oh. I remember them talking about something like that. Like, I don't know how many we're getting. Maybe five more for, like, affiliates and then partners getting, like, obviously more because they, get, they just get more slots with subs and whatnot. So. Okay, that's exciting. I love animated emote slots. Um, I do feel like we need more of those. So I'm excited to hear that. Last question I have about TwitchCon. If there was anything that you could have done that was something that you didn't do at the event that you wish you did. Maybe meet a few more friends. I, I missed like two people that I, I wanted to meet that I didn't get a chance. Our paths just did not cross. But um, I don't know. I really do feel like with how long I was there, I did kind of get everything I wanted to do off of it. Maybe look a little bit closer at some of the booths. I definitely didn't see them all. Like the more, like the state, I didn't go to like the state farm booth or like some of the bigger corporation ones. I didn't really, uh, I wasn't as interested in those, but maybe if I would have had a little bit more time for just like exploring those, that would have been, maybe I missed something, but no, I feel like I kind of did it. I did it all, I, but I had been before. So I kind of knew what I was getting myself into at least. Maybe do another Twitch Rivals. Because I do find those really, like, the spectacle of it is fun. Yeah, that's kind of it for me. Uh, maybe if there was, like I said, if Neander's would have had a meet and greet, I definitely would have gone to that. But that's about <laughs> it for me. <laughs> I think for me, for me, I wish that I uh, met the CEO of Twitch. I wish I went to that oh, one yeah. panel, like, I think it was on the third day where he was, like, one of the speakers. I wish I went to that panel uh, so I could pick his brain with, like, just, like, a question or two afterwards. Yeah, he uh, he was up in the partner lounge a lot, so I could have met him if I wanted to, uh, but I, I didn't have anything to say, really. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, he seems really nice and cool. Yeah, no, he's definitely, like, taking Twitch and, like, fixing all the issues that have been, like, a pro bit of a problem for, like, a couple of years, and they're slowly getting the work done that it needs that needs to happen. Yeah, I hope so. It's uh, it's honestly looking a lot better for the platform uh, in general, and obviously, like even though like they're all the like when you ever you see a Twitch thing, you see all the 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 oh go to kick or like the negative stuff on Twitch. With the amount of people that were at the convention, really shows like what where the out what the out, the real outliers are. Exactly. Yeah. Anytime you get off the internet, you realize how small some things are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Touch grass. <laughs> Yeah, Dutch grass. Go find the TwitchCon grass. It's yeah, it was in no. at the end of the convention. It was in a trash can somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> oh wow. I just remember seeing that on Twitter. Uh any last thoughts you want to give on TwitchCon, there, Tina? Uh, I guess not. Um, I'm excited to keep going in the future and making new friends and hopefully having more opportunities. You know, but I think that's what the the main perk of the con is anyway. So I think if you're able to get some of that out of it, then you'll have a good time. But I also think it's a good place. Like if you have, like when I originally went in 2019, it was just, I had a bunch of like online friends in a mutual Twitch community that we all like played Fortnite together and other pummel party or whatever it was at the time, you know? So I also think if you're looking for a fun place to meet up with all your Twitch friends, uh, it's definitely a good spot for that too. It definitely going to this TwitchCon made me realize that, huh, I, I kind of do want to be more involved with this, this side of things that yeah. it, like, it, it's definitely pushing me to maybe to strive to get partners. So that way it's like yeah. more worth it for me to go to the event in the future. Yeah, I get that. 
No, it definitely, yeah, it's very motivating. T- Tony 2024 partner push coming soon. Yes, let's go. You got this. It, it's it's tough though. Honestly, it's, I did- oh god, yeah, no, I've I've I have seen for like the three years that I've now been like seriously like on Twitch. Um, I think you are the fifth person that no sixth or seventh person that I've seen go from like affiliate to like do go, getting to that level of yeah. partner push and i'm like i'm so proud of all of you that have done it because uh i get to be there to witness it i'm like let's go yeah i definitely so awesome didn't think it was gonna be easy uh, like i thought it was gonna be hard but it was a lot harder than i thought it was gonna be like it's not it's not an easy feat uh at all <laughs> Once you get there, it feels so. I I was like so giddy for like forty eight hours straight afterwards. I was literally like <laughs> jumping around my house and just screaming yes randomly. <laughs> I was like yes. How did Stormy react to that? I want to know. Did, oh, how she did just Stormy wags react? her tail. She's just there for the good vibe. She just wags her tail and and walks next to you. She's such a good little. She just follows me around. Let's go. Let's She's like, go. I'm hyped too. I'm hyped too. <laughs> I love that you know Stormy. I love that you know Stormy. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember with the subathon. I'm like, oh, there's a dog, yeah. and then uh, with the occasional stream seeing there, and now you have an emote of Stormy as well. Yes, I had to add that in. Um, Stormy's she's so cute. I I love that she's my little mascot, but she doesn't really like sitting by me while I stream. So it's a very it's a rare appearance when she comes Storm, to Stormy's like when you're gonna play Magic the Gathering, huh? <laughs> Stormy's not a Yu-Gi-Oh stand. Stormy's a Magic the Gathering stand. Stormy only wants to like sit next to me and like have me actively petting her. And if I'm not doing that, she's like, "Bye, I'll go look out the window." Okay, bye. The squirrel will give me more attention than you are now. Exactly. (laughs) That's how it is. She's like, "You're boring right now." Well, I think with that, it's time for us to start wrapping things up and head on into the bonus level. A look ahead to gaming anniversaries, one-on-one debates, and weekly highlights. Here's this week's bonus level. And to kick off the bonus level, we got this week in gaming history. Here's what happened in the past from October 30th to November 5th. On the 30th, 2012, Ubisoft released Assassin's Creed 3 for the PlayStation 3, Vita, and 360. On the 31st, Halloween 2006, Square Enix released Final Fantasy XII for the PlayStation 2 in North America. On the 1st in 2006, Nintendo released Pokemon Ranger for the Nintendo DS in North America. On the 2nd, 2004, Sony released Ratchet & Clank Up Your Arsenal for the PlayStation 2 in both the US and Canada. On the 3rd, 2004, Sony released the new smaller PS2 video game system in Japan. On the 4th, Microsoft released the Kinect motion sensing system for the 360 in North America. It was $150, included the sensor bar, Kinect Adventures, the video game, and a whole bunch of cables. There was a bundle of a 4GB Xbox 360 with the Kinect priced at $299.99. That was actually my first Xbox 360 that I got. Oh my god. And the only Xbox 360 that I got. Wow. Uh, it was bundled with Halo Reach and Fable 3 as well. I think that's the one we got too. So that's funny. And a, a blaster in the past. Yeah. And on the 5th, Mayor Xavier Suarez of Miami, Florida and Mayor Tom Bradley of Los Angeles, California declared the day Nintendo Fun Day. Oh. So get ready for Nintendo Fun Day on the 5th in those two cities. 
is gonna be wild and crazy with Mario hitting the gritty. <laughs> no. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, uh, now we're gonna head into head to head, which uh, Tina gets to pick a winner between these two games. Two games enter, one game leaves. That's the situation. And I figured now that you know Bethesda's newest big game has been released and she's played it a good amount. See how it pairs up. It's Starfield versus Skyrim. I actually, I haven't played as much Starfield as I would like yet. I'm probably about to get back into it. Just like with the partner stuff, uh, my September and August, like September, October have been super busy. But Skyrim forever, I have a, I have a feeling, but I have been really enjoying Starfield so far. Um, Skyrim, I, I really feel like it's gotten, I mean, minus like the fact that it's buggy, the game's got no flaws, you know, in my opinion, but Starfield, I'm still, I haven't quite like gotten to the point where I feel the same level of like, I need to play this that I got with Skyrim, you know? How would you like, like on a scale of one to 10, like with Skyrim being at the 10 right now, where would you put Starfield on that line? Um, okay. I would put, I'd probably put it like at a, okay, that's tough. Maybe a seven and a half or an eight. Okay. Like it's for me, it's not as good at like Fallout New Vegas is like a nine, and it's probably like below Fallout New Vegas. Oh, okay. But I, I mean, Fallout's a little different than. Yeah, Fallout. Well, I mean, I, I guess Fallout's probably like the easier comparison to make with Starfield, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like New Vegas is my favorite like star like Fallout game, okay. but uh, I'm liking it a lot. Um. Uh, like I said, I just haven't quite gotten to the point where I'm like feeling like I gotta like role play to like, <laughs> or like you know like uh, I feel like fully invested in all the characters and stuff, or like feel like I'm a cow a space cowboy, you know? Mm, I feel like yeah. when I'm playing Skyrim or Fallout New Vegas, I'm like I'm a cowboy in the Mojave Desert right now, you know? I'm not quite as immersed yet. Uh, alrighty. Well, with that, moving on to our deals of the week. Uh, here's what we got: your free games on Epic, which are free until November second. You have Tandem, A Tale of Shadows, and The Evil Within 2, uh, which if you missed it, the previous one of the previous three games was The Evil Within 1. So if you got that one, you can grab the sequel uh, until the second. Uh, also, Steam has a Fallout Day sale going on until October 31st. So all the Let's Fallout go. games and whatnot are on sale uh, for you to grab on Steam. Jackbox is having a huge franchise sale to celebrate the Jackbox Party Pack 10 being released, which I still need to pick up for me and my friends to play through. Uh, that's going on until November 2nd. And also there's Halloween sales going on on both Steam and Epic and probably PlayStation and Xbox that you could probably check out to get some spooky deals. The achievement of the week is in Spider-Man 2. It's Soar, which using only your web, web wings glide from the financial district all the way to Astoria. And the game of the week is Thirsty Suitors. And with that, Tina, thank you for joining me on this very special episode of Tony's Game Lounge. Well, thanks for having me again. It was really fun, and it was uh, nice getting to meet you at TwitchCon. I had such a good time. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, my primary platform is definitely Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash tinachino, uh, usually Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. EST. And then I've also got a Twitter, uh, which is tinachinovt. 
uh youtube it's tina i'm tina chino basically everywhere also on youtube and tiktok as well and of course you can find me at tony's game lounge everywhere twitter or x whatever you want to call it we still call it twitter here because fuck elon musk uh instagram tiktok twitch youtube i have like one two three four five like six videos that i'm working on for the youtube channel it's just with Spider-Man 2 and Mario Wonder coming out, I'm, I'm like slugging through that before getting back to editing. But new videos coming soon, I swear. I feel that. So soon. I feel that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, streams uh, coming soon. Hey, if you're listening to this before Halloween, I'll be streaming like all day Halloween for the Fall Guys Final Fantasy 14 event to grind through it. So if you want to see how that is and probably see me in pain during that, uh, check that out. It's going to be a great time. Uh, Tina, thank you once again for coming on the podcast. Thank you again, Tony. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in. We'll be back at the end of the year for our next episode where we'll be talking the Game Awards, uh, the best games of the year, and uh, what lies in store with the future of the podcast when it goes monthly. Uh, but until then, thank you for listening, and we'll see you back here in the Game Lounge. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like, share, and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And follow Tony on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.